Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. Last week, an email went round the office touting for suggestions on ways to improve our performance appraisal system. My idea is dead easy and dirt cheap. Get rid of the whole thing and replace it with nothing at all. Normally, if I have any bright ideas about how this newspaper could be managed better, I propose them in private. It's not seemly to wash the Financial Times' dirty linen in public. Yet when it comes to appraisals, the linen of every other company is covered with much the same filthy stains as ours, and so there seems no shame in suggesting a mass outing to the laundrette. Over the last 30 years, I've been appraised three dozen times, as banker, journalist and non-executive director. I've lived through the craze for long, complicated forms. I've also survived the informal fashion in which appraisals are called career chats and when a bogus air of equality prevails. I've done appraisals across a table, on a sofa, even over a meal. I've had them à deux and à trois, with a facilitator in tow. But never have I learnt anything about myself as a result. I've never set any target that I subsequently hit. Instead, I always feel as if I'm playing a particularly dismal game of charades, with three disadvantages over the traditional parlour game. There's no dressing-up box, there's no correct answer to guess, and it isn't remotely fun. The norm is a harrowing hour's conversation, during which you're forced to swallow an indigestible mix of praise and criticism, referring to long-ago events, which leaves you demotivated and confused on the most basic question, am I doing a good job? The resulting form is then put on file, making you feel vaguely paranoid, even though you know from experience how much attention will be subsequently paid to it, none whatsoever. At least I've only had to suffer one side of the process. I've never, thank goodness, had to appraise anyone else, which must be even more tiresome, as you have to perform the same operation with each underling in turn, wearily letting people believe they're doing more or less OK, because it's too tiring to drop the bombshell that they aren't doing OK at all. I have a friend in a large company who spends an entire month each year appraising her team. She tells me that the system has been improved so that she no longer sorts people into exceptional performers, good performers, etc. Instead, she works through a list of mysterious attributes, such as leverages mastery and innovates holistically, choosing for each three strengths and one development need, or weakness as it was formerly known. She admits that this system, which applies to almost 100,000 people worldwide, is utterly idiotic. But when I suggested it be scrapped, she looked shocked. Out of the question, she said. That would be interpreted as us saying we don't care about developing people. Not by everyone, it seems. 
Last week, the business school professor Samuel Culbert went on national public radio in the US to say that all appraisal systems were total baloney. He thinks even less of them than I do. They were a throwback to the bad old days of management by objective, he said, and only persisted because they allow evil managers to hold employees down and because HR managers are just like the KGB when it comes to hoarding information. His alternative, which he describes in his new book, Get Rid of the Performance Review, is that bosses and underlings should have regular, equal conversations, during which the boss says things like, What do you need from me to deliver what we're both on the firing line to produce? This is a fantastic idea. The only trouble is that it bears no relation to the world as I know it, where managers simply don't talk or think like that. I have a better answer, to replace the annual review with nothing at all. The most sinister thing about the current system is that it allows managers to delude themselves into thinking that they're managing their people. With this delusion stripped away, some managers might take matters into their own hands. They might even start saying, that's good, and that's not so good, at the only helpful time to say such things, when they've just happened. This sort of thing is called managing, and the beauty of it is that it makes formal appraisals quite unnecessary. Even for those managers who do nothing to fill the gap, there would still be a net gain from scrapping appraisals. Time and energy would be saved, and the only two things lost would be cynicism and paranoia. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.